You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. The R1 News Headlines. These are your Radio 1 News Headlines for Thursday the 11th of August. The government is progressing with legislation to restructure how Oranga Tamariki is monitored despite overwhelming opposition. The Oranga Tamariki Oversight Bill gets rid of the country's top watchdog for young people, the Children's Commissioner, in favour of a new system which Labour says will be better. Instead, a watchdog role will sit within the Education Review Office, a government department, and the Ombudsman will have the power to investigate and make recommendations. The National Party Act, the Greens and Te Party Māori do not support the bill as drafted and neither do child advocates who argue the legislation is rushed and inadequate. National Party spokesperson for child poverty reduction and social development, Louise Upton, stormed out of the House during the debate this week, calling the government's approach disgraceful as the bill moves forward to the select committee stage. Green Party spokesperson for children and child poverty reduction, Jan Logie, said it was a bad move and went against the Waitangi Tribunal's recommendations. MP in charge, Carmel Sepuloni, said she had met with a range of different children's advocacy groups and had taken some of their suggested changes. Voice Whakaronga Mai told RNZ it remained far from happy with the drafted bill and any changes that had been made were tokenistic. Critics argue this restructuring should wait until the Royal Commission of Inquiry into Abuse and State Care reports back next year. The Oranga Tamariki Oversight Bill is progressing only with Labour support and will be read a third time later this year. Tourism Minister Stuart Nash wants to shift the university year so students can work in February and March, but some industry figures have concerns. Nash suggested moving the university year by about six to eight weeks, solving, quote, a whole lot of issues, with worker shortages over summer. Quote, I personally don't see a downside, he said, adding that he was prepared to take the proposal to Cabinet. The tourism industry does not start picking up until about mid-December, as does a lot of the horticultural work. However, University of Canterbury Student Association President Pierce Cowley said that moving the university year would cause disruption and mean final exams in December's sweltering heat. The proposed change would also cause disruption to the currently structured academic year, graduation processes and require changes in industries that offer work-integrated learning experiences and internships over summer, he said. Nash said he had spoken to a couple of Vice-Chancellor friends of mine who said that, hypothetically, there was nothing to prevent a shift in the timing of the university year, but there would be work to do because academics would have to alter their planning. However, New Zealand Vice-Chancellor's Committee said that he had, they had not previously heard Mr Nash's suggestion and therefore had not considered or discussed it. Tourism, hospitality and fruit picking sectors all agreed that while more staff would be helpful, the shortages would still remain and that generally there remains a need for a solution bringing workers to central Otago and New Zealand. Wanaka builder Glenn Thurston will be climbing Hawea's corner peak 53 times over December and January to raise awareness for mental health. Mr Thurston launched Turn the Corner, a 53-day event in which he will climb the corner 53 times to represent the annual deaths from suicide within the construction industry since 2017. Corner Peak is a 17-kilometre challenging trail walk rising to an elevation of 1,683 metres. The event will start on December 1st and finish on January 22nd. Mr Thurston said that the hike was focused on changing culture and getting people talking about their struggles with mental health. Quote, suicide is everyone's problem. We're not mind readers, but we can be compassionate. The thing that's going to make the change is conversation, and that doesn't cost a cent, Mr Thurston said. Thurston will be joined by and supported by several community groups and businesses across the 53-day event. Yesterday's Radio 1 market day in Central Library's link space drew a mixture of students and members of the public.
With Dunedin Mayor and Radio 1 regular Aaron Hawkins on tunes, it was a successful day of students selling everything from clothes to tarot readings. The event was held for a third time this year. Otago University Students Association Events Coordinator Sharon von Van Rogen said, It's always great to see our stallholders returning time and time again and the smiles on everyone's faces when they find something they love. The final market day will take place on De- September 28th. Those are your Radio 1 News headlines and now for the weather. The R1 News weather. Today will be partly cloudy with the odd shower and then fine. Southerlies will die out this morning. There will be a high of 7 degrees and a low of just 1 degree. Tomorrow will be fine and frosty to start, then cloud increasing and light winds. There will be a high of 10 and a low of 5 degrees. This is the R1 News on Radio 191 FM. Today on Irirangi Kotahi. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.